Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The reopening on the 5th of July. According to Dr. Jack Lambert, he says we focus on the Delta variant coming from international travel, representing 5% of all COVID cases in the last two weeks. How about the 95% Irish to Irish transmitted COVID? How do we suppress the virus in Ireland? Question mark. Lockdown and delay reopening. This is not a strategy as far as he's concerned. And obviously he's anti-lockdown in relation to continuing the lockdowns. And the two week delay in opening up indoor dining and hospitality is not going to stop the inevitability uh, and the rise of variants or have a significant impact on the vaccination of young people according to an infectious disease consultant this is Paddy Mallon he said there will always be a risk and at some point we're going to have to test the waters and this is what was said in RT as well today by the way I was listening a little bit earlier on they said we have to set the bar and say well you know what are we going to accept and we do have to accept at some point people do get a virus and people possibly can die hopefully that's in very very small numbers but at some point we are going to have to test the waters he was speaking to as the Taoiseach Michal Martin confirmed the cabinet will meet early this week to make a decision on potentially delaying the next phase of the reopening. Under the government plan, indoor dining is due to resume from the July the 5th, where 50 people uh, would be allowed to attend a wedding and for ha- four households will be allowed to gather indoors. The threat of the more infectious Delta variant, however, could see that being delayed. And that seems to be the suggestion. There's a possible two-week delay. Now, I don't think it can go past two weeks because we're going to have the opening of aviation, I suppose, travel, international travel on the 19th of July. And if that be the case, well, then the tourists are going to have nowhere to go. Uh, but on the line is Padre Cribben from the Vintners Federation, uh, who says the ministers are living in a parallel universe. Good afternoon to you, Patrick. Good afternoon, Niall. OK, first of all, you, you said they're living in a parallel universe. Now, of course, the decision hasn't been made yet and we'll have to wait till tomorrow to see what decision Michal Martin is going to make. But Neffet seemed to be pushing towards delaying this a little bit further to give a little bit more time for vaccinations. Uh, that you don't accept. Well, I, I made that comment in the context of uh, a comment made by a minister this morning that... Uh, Delaying this will not mean the end to a meaningful summer for hospitality businesses. And it was in that context that I said the individual was living in a parallel world. Because if you take the reality of life, is that uh, for a lot of the hospitality businesses, uh, they're going to be dependent on staycations. There is literally from this week to the end of August, there's about nine weeks. So to lose a week, every week that's lost now is the equivalent of about... Uh, four to six weeks in the winter time, and anybody who thinks otherwise is living in a parallel world. Uh, if I look at all of what's been churned about in the last 48, 72 hours, we're seeing a number of things. We're seeing particularly a number of balanced uh, medical comments that essentially there's very little to be gained by a, a, a delay. I, even, I actually, I even heard Sam McConkie, unusually, because Sam, of course, is renowned at this stage for being overcautious. And even he suggested that a cautious reopening would be advisable on July the 5th. Even, even Sam McConkie, as you say, uh, which is refreshing to hear. But I listened this morning to uh, an individual from the modelling section of Neffert. Uh, and he was asked the question, you know, you know what are we looking at? And in a worst case scenario, he said, by the end of July, we could be looking at a thousand cases a day. Mm. Then he was asked a very pertinent question. If we delay for two weeks, what effect is that going to have? Have you modeled that? And he said, yes, we have. The likelihood is that we would reduce that thousand 
by possibly 10%. Now, that's what we're playing around with here. So, on the one hand, we're balancing... So, so, so what, we have to, okay, what we have to look at is 1,000. Uh, so, you're saying we reduce that by 10%, so we reduce that by 100 people. And, and, and That's one side of the scale. And out of 100, based on the data that's coming from the UK at the moment, one person in 1,000 could possibly be hospitalised and die. Correct. So, so really, that we're looking at point zero 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 one if it's, we're basing it on that 100 people. Absolutely correct. And that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is that you have between 25 and 30,000 people um, looking to get back to work. You have about 4,000 businesses that, to want to open up again. So in actual fact, you know, the, if you look at the, the balance of probability, uh, it makes sense. Okay, so what, what do you say, Patrick, and to give you the other side of the argument, that there are people out there who are still being very cautious. It seems that a lot of the scientific community have come out against Neffet in relation to this as they did with the antigen testing. And but what, what about the, the other side, the overcautious, who were saying, well, hold on, it's only two weeks, Patrick, and if it's to save a few lives until we get that extra few people, maybe who need the second vaccination, who are over the age of 70... 100% of people you generally over the age of 70 now at this stage have got at least the first vaccination. But there might be still one or two that need to get that second vaccination just to, to get them over the line. Two weeks is not going to make a difference, Padre. Uh, well, the thing, about, the thing about the two weeks is this. Uh, the two weeks is, uh, as I say, it's about 25% of the year. That's the first thing. But more importantly, uh, if you go back to the numbers you've just looked at, uh, the numbers you've just looked at will suggest that there actually won't be lives saved. And that's the key point that it's, it's 10% of, so it's about 10% of those that might be hospitalized will be reduced. And it is not likely in any of that that there'll be lives, that there'll be lives lost. So uh, in actual fact, we're, we're looking at a scenario where uh, caution is fine, but there has to be a reason for the caution and there's, there's, there's no definite reason that we can okay, see well, in this So instance. you heard what Dr. Jack Lambert said. How do we suppress the virus in Ireland? Lockdown and delay reopening. This is not a strategy. Um, so do you believe the government at this stage actually have a strategy? And, and by the way, when we talk about reopening, be it on the 5th of July or be it closer to the 19th of July, do you think that this decision will be irreversible? Because there has been suggestions, and, and we've heard it from Michal Martin when he was on Virgin Media 1 there only recently, that if case numbers went back up again, we're going back to square one again. So are, are, you, are your, uh, I suppose, your members concerned about the fact that we're still going to have a situation where, oh, you can reopen, lads, but if things get a bit worse now, you're going to close again? We, we can only go on the history. And the history that we've had for the last 15 months is that lockdown seems to be the only strategy that we have. But I think if you look now across Europe, uh, across Europe, right now there are two countries that don't have indoor drinking and dining. There's Ireland and Greece. Uh, come Friday, there will be one country. There'll be Ireland. Uh, so that, that's one side of the coin. The other side, Niall, is that, you know, come the 19th of July, uh, it's very clear that we have commitments to Europe. It's very clear we have commitments to travel. So on the 19th of July, uh, I can get in my car, spend two hours in Dublin airport with people I've never met before, be shoulder to shoulder on an airplane for two, three, four hours, um, go through the airport the other side. I can mix with people uh, from all over the world freely, do the return journey, and at the same time... And, and, and you can sit in a restaurant in Madrid, if you like. Yeah, Correct. And at the same time, there are question marks as to whether I can walk a half mile up the road to my local and go in where there's, where there's a controlled environment where there's contact uh, tracing details and, and have a pint. 
There's no logic in any of that. Okay, so what if indeed you are open on the 5th of July, and let's just say, for example, Michal Martin, uh, you know, doesn't take the advice of Nevin, and that's, of course, if Nevin give that advice tomorrow. What are the restrictions going to be, and how well prepared are your members in relation to social distancing? Because the suggestion today was that, well, once you allow the indoor dining, all of a sudden people are moving tables closer to each other. And being human beings, we're social creatures anyway. We're going to be hanging out of one another and hugging one another. And they'll be up and down to the bar, even though they're not supposed to be. So so what measures are in place to make sure that doesn't happen and well, prove the government that, right, I suppose? To be, to be, you know, that's a convenient narrative for, for people who want to keep the sector closed. The reality is that, you know, there are guidelines. The vast, vast majority of publicans will stick to those guidelines. They're used to uh, a regulated environment. You know, there are guidelines for tables. There are guidelines for moving around. There are guidelines for social distancing. There are guidelines for contact tracing. There are guidelines for serving. All of those guidelines are there, and they will be adhered to. In in, in the vast, vast, I'm talking about 99% of cases. Look, in every every walk of life, there'll be the one or two who who will do things differently. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, there has to be a level of personal responsibility as well. Of course. And the public, the public, by and large, have been excellent, by and large. Now, you will have people who will say that, for example, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't need a mask. And that's difficult to deal with. But publicans are used to dealing with those situations, and they will deal with them in this scenario too. And will you accept, I don't think anyone suggested it so far, because the, the days of the gastro and the wet pub being treated differently. So if it was a case that they turned around and they said, well, look, the gastros can open, but the wets can't, and you have to wait another two we weeks. We will not accept that. That, that, is, that. that is not a runner. Government have made it clear it's not a runner, uh, and we don't see it even on the agenda. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Patrick, and I wish your members and you well uh, on the 5th of July and the announcement tomorrow. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again on Wednesday if the announcement doesn't go your way. Listen, thank you very much indeed. See you, bye. There you go, Patrick Riven, Chief Executive of the Vintners Federation of Ireland. Um, It's not a runner. Gastros and wet pubs must open together as far as he's concerned. It's not a runner to separate them like we did the last time. And also, it's not a runner to delay it because he doesn't believe that the risk is any higher. And the, the risk he pointed out, of course, I think it was Professor Paddy Mallon was talking on RT this morning, uh, was suggesting that there was a 10% increase in cases, if indeed you allowed it to open. And he said basically 1,000 cases, that will be 100 people. And when you look at the data that's coming from the UK at the moment, what they're suggesting is that of the 1,000 people who get the Delta variant, only one of those people could end up in hospital and possibly die. Because hospital admissions and deaths really haven't risen any higher per case, if you know what I mean, uh, than they would, or uh, should I say, than they should have based on what was happening back in January. In other words, they say the link between getting COVID-19 and dying has actually been broken. There is no link anymore. In other words, just because you've more cases doesn't mean you've more hospitalizations. That link is breaking down, and particularly in Ireland, because at this stage, we're using, of course, more so the Pfizer and the Moderna and the Johnson Johnson vaccine rather than the AstraZeneca, which has a lower rate of protection against the Delta variant, according to experts in the UK. In the UK, they're slightly at a disadvantage because the majority of people have had the AstraZeneca, which only gives you something like 57% um, protection on the first dose uh, against the Delta variant. On the second dose, obviously, it gives you a lot more. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.